At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live with you in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And we have a fun three hours lined up today from a betting perspective. Julian Edlow, host, analyst, DraftKings on the program in an hour. His best bets tonight for the Sweet 16. And the same thing with uh, Eli Hershkovich coming up. Uh, He's a betting analyst at the Lines U.S. That'll be in two hours. Get his thoughts and opinions on uh, the Sweet 16 games that we have tonight. And also the Elite 8 matchup set for Saturday. And Paulie, you know, I mean, the madness delivers every single year. Yeah, you're going to get a, you know, a stinker once in a while, like the UConn-Arkansas game last night. But you're all, that in the mix, you're going to have games like the other two that we had. The K-State game, that was, I thought, the game of the tournament, the way it played out. And then the late-night game with, I don't know who wanted to win the game between Gonzaga. It's like both teams were saying, nah, I don't want to win. You go ahead and advance. Nah, nah, we're good. You take the game from us. Yep. How about Strother taking that shot? I couldn't believe it. I, I know. It's a one-point game. How do you blow that eight-point lead uh, with almost a minute left? Uh, silly turnovers. Timmy was the man, but he missed two free throws. I thought UCLA was going to run him out. I mean, they got 46 points at the half. Then Cronin says, hey, I don't have any depth. I got guys hurt. I have to slow down the pace. Mm-hmm. And then, because Gonzaga doesn't defend. And then they could, they only had 30 second-half points. I mean, I thought, are they going to score 100 here? Campbell? And, and Hakez, anytime they attacked the rim, no problem, and they couldn't deal with the quickness and speed of of, uh, of Campbell. Uh-huh. And, and UCLA got whatever they wanted. And then they slow it down, and the next thing you know, Gonzaga has the lead. You know what that was? Oh. That game last night was like Full Metal Jacket because Full Metal Jacket was like two or three movies inside of one movie, and it was sensational. Mm-hmm. That game last night was like two or three games inside one game because what you said was exactly spot on. I'm watching the game thinking, well, well wait a second here. UCLA averages 68 possessions per game. And damn it, I made a great case why you need to slow it down tonight. And then they come out of the gates and it's just like, it's a ping pong match and it's a thousand miles an hour and we're going to fly up and down the court and neither team can miss. And the, the, the under was totally dead in the first two minutes of the game. Right. And then he realized what you said and he said on the air at halftime, I need to slow this bad boy down. I'm like, okay, well, I'm betting the second half under again, even though the game's probably going to go over. And the second half got there for what it's worth. But they they then decided to slow it down. And then when Gonzaga came rowing all the way back to get the big lead, they're like, no, no, now we got to just... Gonzaga's going to fall apart here. And they did. Gonzaga right. was not... Uh, when they had the lead, they were minus $18, up by two, Timmy going to the free throw line. Oh, UCLA God. was 9-1. to one. Oh, my God. And then he shanks both of them. Well, do you feel the need to make an adjustment when you're up 13, though? That, that's what's so strange about he it. He was beating Gonzaga at their game. I know. I don't and, know, and, and Bailey went off, too. It's the ultimate what-could-have-been season for UCLA. No doubt. It's too bad. 31-5. and five. You don't have your two best defensive players. 
Singleton's compromised. He made two shots. Yep. Yep. I mean, if and then the, the Bona, you don't have Bona, and that news comes down before the game. I mean, what a fluke injury that was. He gets hurt. He aggravates the arm shoulder on a dunk against Northwestern. But I mean, if the, that that might be the best team in the country when well, they're that healthy. Te- that team fully healthy with is Clark and yeah, excellent chance to win the whole thing. Right, right. But and then the other thing is, why are you no help on Timmy? He's killing you. But well, game, well, he he can he'll go off and no one else gets involved. But that's he was he was a he was a beast. He had had to stroll slow him down at some point. Yeah, I guess because the lack of bodies then. But just very strange the way that game played out. Thirty six and thirteen. My God, how about the one move like Kevin McHale? Tough on the block. Oh, he's, he's a gun and a badge. He's the sheriff down his, low. His his moves down low are just, I mean, exquisite. Yeah, they yeah, really are. Yeah, he's got that thing mastered no, down low. No, I, I just, I, I, they need to play every year in the tournament. Have to every well, time these teams get together, it's uh, it's epic. But no, that, uh, that's not, I want twice in the yeah, regular season. Yeah, sure. But that's uh, would have been an epic meltdown though. I mean, you can't lose that game when you're when you have that kind of lead with a minute left. And then the Bailey hits the three, and they come all the way See, back. Yeah, and that, shoot. That, That's from Curry Land, what Strother shot from. When it was 31-29 UCLA, that was after Gonzaga put a run on them. And you're like, okay, well, then the Zags are not out of this. And then UCLA, bam, hit him right back with a big run to take that huge lead at half. I did not see Gonzaga coming back to win that game. I didn't. I just thought they were dead and buried in the in the at halftime. Uh, the other games last night, yep. I thought Florida yep. Atlantic could win at halftime. And in fact, I bet him on the money line. Come know, back and win. Now, was that because uh, Tennessee couldn't take advantage of the... Tennessee it, was like the first game of the tournament. West Virginia, yep. Maryland. Yes. West Virginia could not capitalize. Yes. And Florida Atlantic did not play a good first 10, 12 minutes, first half at all. They turned the ball over uh, on like 40% of their possessions. They couldn't hit any of their threes whatsoever. And Tennessee could not capitalize and expand that lead. And I thought, this can absolutely flip in the second half. Yep. I think they had like 20, 25 points. 23, 25 points with five minutes left in the first half, and they went in up 27, 22. Yep. And then they also had a stretch in the second half where they couldn't make a shot. They were six of 23 from three. They were out rebounded. Florida, the Owls beat them on the glass. How about that? That's big. And there's also Rick Barnes for you, folks. 27 tournament appearances, three Elite Eights, one Final Four. Three Elite Eights. Three Elite Eights. Wow. Unacceptable. Yep. Numerous uh, good seeds are obviously in there, too. In in 27 tournament appearances, he's advanced that far three times. One final four. One. Come on. I think the the team that he had at Texas with Kevin Durant lost immediately in the tournament. Yeah. Run out by USC. I think they were a four seed. Yeah. uh, And this is only the second time the Owls have ever made the tournament. And they're in the Elite Eight. What a story. 34 and three. And and the, uh, the Ivy League has outlasted the Big Ten. Which, uh, I, look, great I mean, great game, so you lose your bet, okay. We had uh, Michigan State, but Noel with one of the best performances you're ever going to see and sets the record for assists. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't like Izzo after the game. Well, they made a lot of lucky shots. They banked in. A three. He said, we have the best conference in college basketball. You're not, no one's left. Is that what, what are you talking said? about, Tom? Come on, Tom. Oh, it's ridiculous. You got eight teams in. You didn't make it to the Elite Eight. You can't say that, Tom. No, and I don't want to hear one time next year, unless something really like magical happens with one of these Big Ten programs, they have to have a truly special team next year or in the years beyond next, where it's like, okay, this team can win the whole thing. I don't want to hear the Big Ten, when you compare it to the Big 12 over the years, now the SEC is way better than the Big Ten and this is a down year for the ACC. I don't want to hear anything next year from anybody about, uh-oh, watch out for the Big Ten this year. Why? For what? Who, by the way, who can you trust anyway outside of Michigan State ever? Well, in your Big best, Ten? your best team was Purdue. Yeah, but that, that, they, won, that they won the league and they won the conference tournament. That's what I'm saying. But, but who, that was, who trusted them? Sure, I know. As yeah. we got closer to the tournament, not a single person did. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so it's it's going to have to take like, oh, this team's going to have like three lottery picks, or they have, you know, the recruiting class is insane, and they got guys coming back. I, you got to punish them next year. You have to. I mean, Florida Atlantic. Think about this. Florida Atlantic could go to the Final Four. They're probably going to win the NIT if North Texas and UAB left. They won the CBI, and then they'll come out next year and put nine in from the Big Ten and five from the Mountain West. Yeah, that'll happen. Can Conference USA ever get a multi-bid league as as they've won tournament games as a 15, a 13, a 14, and a 12? Yeah, you think UAB could play in the tournament with somebody? Yeah, right. UAB's favored uh, in in that game Tuesday. Right. Uh, And then they were favored at Vandy as well. But right, UAB was favored against Florida Atlantic in the conference championship game. It shows you how good that league is. So... Uh, but but going back to Noel, 
was that I thought that was planned with the argument. There's no and, doubt. And yelling at Tang, and then the how does he have to throw the the lob pass in a tie game? Think about the onions on him. From that city, he goes there. He's at half court essentially in a tie game in overtime at the Garden. Paul, that was that was scripted. That's unbelievable coaching. They're like, come on. No, we're gonna. Oh, there you go. There's yeah. the half court alley oop. Yeah. yeah. And then it's a reverse. The the uh, again, just the stones to pull off that play in it in an overtime game that's tied at Madison Square Garden. It's a reverse dunk on the alley oop. Just like okay, nonchalant. You think that's planned? The whole fake uh, argument? Did they? I, I, didn't, think, I didn't watch I any of the post game stuff because I was so tied up in the games. Because I, I understand he said no. I just, I'm uh, just, it, it was real, and I saw the guy on the corner of my maybe eye. Maybe they don't want to give anything away. That's <laughs> Either way, that's planned. I would say it was planned. It the, makes it look better. Let me ask you this about Noel: the way that he operates with the offense and dictates the game with the ball in his hands. I know he's very small. Big block though to save the game at the very end. NBA. Yeah. That guy can't run an NBA offense? I don't know. I don't know how these guys translate. I don't, does yeah, Timmy okay. have a future? I don't know. I don't know about I, these guys. I don't know either. Probably you, not because he's slow. And not, yeah, Do you like the Owls Saturday? I do. You do? But, well, they are for, not shooting the ball well, and for, they're, they're almost in the Final Four. I need to know about, we, we all need to know about Noel's ankle. Because that did not look good. If he's compromised at all, yes, I will like Florida Atlantic. And here's a couple reasons why. Again, they're the first team in the last decade to make the Elite Eight without cracking 30% from three in any NCAA tournament. They were 38% from three in the regular season. Jared Benson, uh, Burson, great tweet. And then keep this in mind as well about K-State. Last night's game. The shot making in that game was off the charts. They were 27 of 44 on twos. They were 11 of 24 from downtown. Five turnovers in an overtime game. Is that going to repeat itself against Florida Atlantic? Yeah. I would say highly unlikely. Yeah. And so they played the game of their of their careers last night. K-State's really good, though. They have a lot yeah. of talent. What a story. And, Picked in last place. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. But FAU is not playing well, and here they right. are. That's right. Yeah, when you're 34-3, and three, come on. Yeah. Incredible job. And they were awful in the first half. Good house special up at Bet Rivers. How many teams will win 100 games in baseball? Over three and a half is plus 135. Well, four teams? Yeah. Interesting uh, house special. Huh. And he also went up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a square on your house. On the house, if your numbers match, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. All right, so we'll run down and recap all of the betting action from last night. Uh, first overtime game? Correct. Of the tourney? Okay. Uh, some of these alt numbers that were coming in last night paid off in a big-time way. And how about the line moves Late afternoon, early evening, right before tip, and how they ended up going. The results last night for the betters that came in late. We'll run all of it down for you coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome back. VSEN has a podcast to help you bet college hoops. The VSEN College Basketball Betting Pod. Tim Murray, Matt Humans, Adam Burke. Three episodes breaking down games, looking at props, and the future market to help you out. Check out VSEN's College Basketball Betting Pod wherever you get your podcast. And of course, we are starting this hour with the madness. We'll recap a little bit of uh, the Sweet 16 and get into what Julian Edlow likes tonight and this weekend. He is a betting analyst with DraftKings. His podcast is called Unreasonable Odds, and he joins us here bright and early on a Friday morning. Julian, good to have you on the show tonight. Uh, I know that you were up late on the East Coast last night, man. And uh, what did you think of those games overall? Nice call. You had Bailey on a player prop to go over. That made a lot of sense last night, and that one cashed. Yeah, recouped a little bit of the UCLA damage. Um, I would be much more frustrated with that UCLA play if I didn't have the Zags 18 to 1 in pocket. That kind of factored in a little bit for me. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I watched the end of UCLA Gonzaga. I cannot believe that UCLA regained the lead in that game somehow and lost um, and have just slept on it. And now I'm up trying to, trying to figure <laughs> out this UConn Gonzaga matchup with no sleep, but I, I I feel like I have a side in it. I yeah. can't believe Strother took that shot. And it's, that. Yes. I, right. He's got all his momentum going downhill. It's a handoff. <laughs> There's plenty of time to get to the rim. And nope, just pull right up. Uh, a lot of Jalen Suggs vibes on that shot, right? From the logo, by the way. Yes. Out of the timeout. Yeah. No, so, t- no Timmy on the court. You couldn't play I, the guy because not, they were going to right foul him. Yeah. I did not see that coming at all. No. I couldn't believe it when he pulled that up. No. What, what, a, what a night last night. So, okay, then moving forward, then let's get into tomorrow's games first because I, I had to see what the opener was going to be last night. Just like you, I'm staying up and I'm like yeah. refreshing. Like, come on, please post UConn Gonzaga. I just want to see the number. And if I had a number in my head, if it was going to be at the right spot, I was going to bet UConn. And I did. Uh, I laid minus one. I like, you told us this during the break. You think this is going to be a very public play, though, don't you? Yeah, I, I talked to some people in Vegas last night, and they said after that game was over, people were running to the window <laughs> betting UConn, which is always terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm using my eyes on this, and I think my best analysis that I can use on this game that we just said before, before the segment as we were chatting, UConn is UCLA, but without the injuries, without the thin bench, with more size, with all their health, so this team has rolled through three tournament games. I, I just feel like they are in position to to have the first half that UCLA had and not have the burnout that they had in the second half. Gonzaga seems to always put together a strong second half. So I'm not saying that they can't grind back in a game that they're down in, but I, they're not going to go. Ele- UConn isn't going to go 11 and a half minutes without making a field goal like UCLA did in that game, and that was all burnout because they were down so many guys, in my opinion. Um, and getting significantly out-rebounded because they were down a couple of their best rebounders. Mm-hmm. UConn has all those guys on the floor. So I, I just think that UConn is in great position to to have the first half that UCLA had and then come close to replicating it. And and I'm also uh, – this just came to me when I woke up. I'm like, I have to have some, some UConn first half uh, because of the way Gonzaga has looked coming out of the gates. Now, UConn wasn't very good in the first two games – but we saw what they did last night to Arkansas came out of the gates. And that was, that was never really a game after halftime. So the way that this has gone for Gonzaga, not just in this tournament, but, but historically and in recent history, I, I feel like UConn first half, uh, whether you're laying a point or taking the money line there, I like to go money line in the first halves because there's more incentive. There's less incentive to get the lead. You can always push on that tie. You're not going to tie in, in a final, obviously. So, 
I think UConn first half money line is probably a pretty strong play as well. All good points. I'm with you on UConn and the fact Gonzaga's been lousy in the first half and Connecticut, one of the best teams so far in the tournament with their performances and been great in the second half as well. How about K-State about the same number against Florida Atlantic? Yeah, uh, smaller play, less conviction for me here, but I am going K-State. Uh, FAU is a really good team. They, they knock down their shots. They're a veteran team. They're a fast team. They show the ability to, you know, come back against Tennessee. Uh, you know, that, that first half screamed Tennessee. 27 to 22, it's low scoring. Tennessee controls the pace. FAU flipped it in the second half. So a, a lot of credit to them. I just think that if when you're playing with K-State, K-State can can play that game. They can shoot threes. They can play with pace. And uh, Noel can control that pace. Uh, now, the ankle has to be healthy. Uh, that is a, a massive piece of this. I think that it will be. Um, I'm going to wait to hear a little bit more news before, you know, investing too much in this one. But he came back, grimaced for a while, and then showed that he could kind of battle through it. So I'm sure today is not going to be the the best day for his ankle. I'm sure he's going to get plenty of treatment and we'll get some updates. But uh, to me, uh, K-State just does what FAU does a, a little bit better and uh, has kind of one of those team of, of destiny feels to them to to make it to the Final Four. So I'm, I'm going with K-State in this one as long as we don't get any uh, super negative updates on, mm-hmm. on Noel. Follow the money here. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Julian Edlow, our guest, betting analyst, uh, DraftKings. His uh, podcast is called Unreasonable Odds. Then uh, one of uh, tonight's games, anyway, we were just talking about this before you came on, the Texas Xavier game. Paulie likes Texas in this game tonight. They're laying four and a half. Totals high. It's about 149 here in this contest. Do you agree with him? Do you like the Longhorns? I do. I'm, I, the total seems a little high. Like, Texas is pretty good defensively. I think they're going to be able to limit... Xavier some so I guess the total is a little high I I, I'm not going to play the the under on it but I am on Texas and I have some Texas tickets from from before the tournament started at plus 400 to to win the region Mm. I've been saying all along they're the team that can take down take down Houston just because Houston hasn't seen anything like them in a long long time probably since they played Alabama which is a game they lost at home uh, and they have the guards, they have the depth, they have the size. So I, I like this team. I don't want to look past Xavier, uh, but it's kind of a similar feel to Houston, except Xavier's played some big games in the Big East. Um, I, I want to give them credit for what they've what they've done, but they I, they just don't seem to have it to me defensively. Whereas Texas is one of those balanced teams we talked about. I think they're top fifteen on both sides of the ball and adjusted offensive and defensive on Ken Palm. Uh, which you really like this time of year. So I think they're going to be able to expose Xavier defensively. Xavier's really good on offense. They got they got the two guards, which is a, a formula for success in this tournament. I just think Texas's guards will be be a little bit better. Now, I will say up to four and a half scares me a little bit. You know, we saw how the TCU-Gonzaga game ended. You can, you can be at seven in this game, which is a comfortable margin. Come down, hit a three. I am comfortable money line parlaying Texas with Creighton which I think is like minus 115, minus 120. I, I don't see it with Princeton at this stage. Credit to them for their wins. Uh, Arizona and Missouri played awful games. I think that Creighton, the way that their team is balanced, that starting five that they have is going to give huge problems to Princeton. I, I would be stunned if they lost that game. So rather than needing to win by five, I, I'm probably comfortable money line parlaying them with Texas at this point would be my move. Okay. Let's go over your Alabama futures here again because they're playing tonight to advance to the Elite Eight. What exactly do you have overall on Bama, and uh, are you just going to let it go, let it ride? Yes. Yeah, so in my in my best bets articles on DraftKings Playbook, and when I was on with you guys last week, we we talked about Alabama minus one hundred five to make the Elite Eight. I think it closed minus one twenty five, one thirty range. I'm going to let that ride tonight. Um, I like Alabama in the game. I'm happy not to be laying seven and a half, a big number. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't see how San Diego State, they'll match the rock fight kind of defensively. And I think the first half under could be a good look because San Diego State kind of has to set the tone here. But as soon as they have a scoring drought and as soon as Alabama makes a little bit of a run, I don't know how they do what the Gonzaga offense, for example, did last night. To, to climb back into a game in, in the second half. So 
I like Alabama here, and I still think they're in a good spot to bet them even to win the region. Or we keep talking about how weak the the left side of the bracket is. We have to reach the final available on DK Sportsbook. I think it was plus 150 last I looked. So that right side of the bracket is tough. I don't know who's coming out of there, but it's going to be a really good team. You can just bet Alabama plus 150 to make that final and then go from there. Um, I will preface it by saying I do have a 40 to 1 Creighton ticket in pocket. So it's almost, you know, I need to get the matchup. I need uh, Creighton and Alabama to win these games. But it's almost a little bit of a hedge off of a Creighton ticket as well if you like Alabama in that game. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want the dogs to be barking tonight. If the dogs are barking tonight, I'm, I'm in big trouble, guys. <laughs> Uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at Julian Edlow. And again, his podcast is Unreasonable Odds for DraftKings. Good luck to you tonight, sir. Uh, have fun watching the games. Thank you, guys. Good luck to you all as well. Yep. Thank you. We said this during the break, too, before he came on. We all agree with this, right? If UCLA is at full strength, they're not losing that game last night. No. no. That might be the best team in the country, full uh, strength. I, I agree. <laughs> with that, It's not fair. With that offense, and if you have Clark and Bona down low, I mean, it, it's... How good they are defensively then? I feel bad for Mick Cronin. He's a good, he's a good coach. They, they, were, they were winning that game. I, I tell you what, a fully loaded UCLA team against UConn to go to the Final Four? That's yeah. why like, yeah. we, need, we need a little bit more balance in these regions. Upsets happen, I get it. But this West region was just, as soon as they announced it, everybody's like, wait a second, you yeah. got five teams like in the top 12 in the country. Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah. Were you watching that game early on thinking, thanks, Kansas. Thanks a lot. Of course. You're, you're, of you're up course. 12. You couldn't beat this team? I know. Arkansas yeah. can't even compete? Blow out yeah. from the get-go? Of course. Yeah. I know. Maybe maybe UConn does that to Kansas, but I, I, don't, I don't think that happens. If Self's back coaching the team. Dad, I, I, it's, I know it's hard because you don't have a bench, but it's you really want to slow it down? You're up 13. They can't stop you. I know. I mean, they, they, I know. they had no answer for Campbell. I wonder. I mean, because like Julian said, they're all going to play like 40 minutes. Do they just completely gas out at that point, or do they get like a 25-point lead? I don't think they stop them. We'll let the NBA up next. This is a very important weekend for one particular betting market. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Props, great menu, house specials, how many teams will win 100 games in Major League Baseball. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. You're going up to $10,000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a square on the house. If your numbers on the square match the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Hello to everyone, uh, but also thanks to uh, Tom. The, guy, the people who come from New England all the time to say hello. Incredible. Tom from New England, now living in Atlanta. Thank you uh, for saying hello, Tom, and also for the snacks. And, the, and Robert and the fellas from uh, New England yesterday who went to the Gonzaga game, they go to a regional every year and travel around. And uh, it was great to meet those guys and catch up with them as well. And Mike Palm took care of them. He's got he's to watch the games here in the book today. So they've been doing this as a group for 40 years. Yeah. The boys from Boston. Yep, the boys from Boston. That's really cool. And once they saw that Las Vegas was going to get a regional, they're like, that's where we're going to go. Yep. So it was great meeting them yesterday. Another uh, pro day, Paulie, in the books yesterday. Bryce Young, Alabama. He threw. Uh, guess what? He was impressive against air. <laughs> oh, he lit it up. Sure he did. Yeah. So with the lifts? Was he like Mickey? With the lifts? How about that? This he, kid won't stop growing. I tried to give him cigarettes. Bryce Young refused to, well, I'll say the word refused. Yeah, I like your tweet. He did not weigh in yesterday. I'm going to go with what I weighed at the combine. I stand on my combine oh, weight. Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 204 pounds. <laughs> yep. And my tweet was, I just sent out like eight red flags. <laughs> yep. Sure. And people are asking me, why does he have to weigh in? I would come back and say, why wouldn't he? Because he knows he's going to be 193 pounds. Right, right. I kind of like what Chris Sims said. If DTR is at Alabama and, and Bryce Young's at UCLA, it's like, okay, Bryce Young, please, sixth round. Is that what he I mean, said? Just if you flip them, yeah. Wow. Just we're having the exact same discussion if you flip flip teams with the guys. Right. We also says. got feedback about like uh, from Crimson Tide fans. Like, guys, enough with the Alabama hate. Uh, again, I'll come back at you and say, again, then you name me. Go ahead. 
Who's had a good career? In this run that Saban's put together, you name me the great NFL quarterback from Alabama. Tell me, who is it? I'm waiting. Uh, By the way, again, they play with five-star offensive linemen across the board every single year. They play with the best receivers in uh, in the entire country every single year. So go ahead. I'm waiting. You tweet me. You email me. All this, the list of long uh, Alabama quarterbacks that have been so good in the NFL. I'll wait. And another thing is, Alabama hate? No, he's, he's 5'10", and he probably weighs 195 pounds. Has nothing to do with him playing at Alabama. It's, Asinine. I'm not trading up to take that small of a quarterback. Right. Sorry. Well, I, I, do, I do the same. I can do the same thing with Ohio State. Of course you can. I can do the same thing. I know this is tough. This is a tough racket. And it's a guessing game, and no one knows anything. Uh, I, I also like what Chris Sims said about uh, people criticizing Hooker because of his age. His line was, we're not marrying these guys. I mean, with that, right? I like that. We need a five, six year, be strong for five, six years, okay? I mean, who, who cares if he's older? So wh- whether it's the Vikings or somebody, I mean, late first round, sure, I'd that's, take a shot on Hooker. That is interesting. I don't care about the age. Oh, well, that's all you're going to hear about a guy I like know, that, though. But I thought he made a good point. Yeah, I, I thought that, I I thought that was a good line. So anyway, Stroud was as high as $4, yeah. minus $4, to go first overall after his pro day. And then after Bryce Young threw yesterday, Stroud now came back to, to minus $3. Bryce Young's plus 225 Anthony Richardson is sitting there third on the board at plus 750 All these numbers courtesy of DraftKings. So it appears to be down to, to two guys if you, if you really believe in this market right now. Again, we still have more than a month to go. In fact, I think the draft is a month from this upcoming Monday. But maybe Richardson gets back in the mix. I think the Will Levis stuff is long gone. Long gone. His pro day is today, though. I also find the wide, first wide receiver selected fascinating. We've had different favorites here. And that has flipped. And uh, I know these experts are making the case for several guys. You know, Quentin Johnson from TCU uh-huh. was recently even money. I think that was right around the combine. He was even money. Now he's 5-1. to one. Jackson Smith Enigma from Ohio State is... Uh, Minus 250 now to go first overall. Yeah, I don't know. That tells me that there's going to be maybe some value on somebody else, and maybe it is Q Johnson to go first. Remember the year, the pandemic year, you liked Ruggs, but he was a long shot to go first. Yeah. Ruggs went ahead of uh, Lamb and Judy that year. You see Flowers did back-to-back dinners with teams? Easy, big fella. Putting it down, right? Went, what? Oh, he, this is the time of year. Time went, of year to do it. <laughs> he went now, back-to-back dinners. <laughs> th- this is, uh, wh- what do you do? What do you do... In this day and age, when you go out to a nice restaurant with the team, are you going to go all in? I'm getting the, give me the ribeye. I want the bone-in ribeye, 16 ounces, and I want it medium rare. Because people were asking us this yesterday on Twitter as well. Or do you go like a more health conscious? You go with like maybe a chicken or something like that. I think I go all in and say, I'm 21 years old. Give me all that protein, man. I want the, I want the big boy. Give me that, give me that big porterhouse. Give me that big ribeye. Oh, I thought maybe you were going, are you calling for the A1 sauce or the ketchup and going well, well that's, done? See, again, if I you, thought you were going that direction, what too. If, what if a prospect goes, I want my steak well done with ketchup? Yeah. Uh, to turn off to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, uh, could be tough. Yeah. You like any props tonight? I like, give me, give me the NIT props. Do we have great, those? Great, great job by Johnny Avello. He makes a mean cheesecake. And he's got NIT props up already <laughs> with North Texas <laughs> and right. Wisconsin. Miller's 17 and a half. Quinterly's 13 and a half. Sears, nine and a half. Uh, Sheed, thir- this is just points. Sheed, 13 and a half. Sasser, 17 and a half. Mark, 10 and a half. Mm. Well, how many points are we going to get in the Miami Houston game? Total's almost 140. If it's Miami's game, Meaning their style, it's going to uh-huh. go over the total, and points are right. going to be scored by plenty of people. That, but I don't. Sat, that's a big number for Sasser, mm-hmm. seventeen and a half. Yes, I thought the same thing. Kunkel, eleven and a half. Nunge, thirteen and a half. Uh-huh. Hunter, ten and a half. Those are the points tonight. I'm high on Quinterly overall, uh-huh. long term for the tournament. Bet him at uh, twenty to one for most outstanding player. But tonight against San Diego State, I would not be looking to play any overs with this team. I mean, it's, somebody will get there because points are going to have to be scored at some point. But to go to, to go to battle with uh, Brandon Miller over 17 and a half. How about three threes? It's a hard pass. Yeah. Two and a half threes as well. I don't think I can do that either. Anything you want at DraftKings. Assists, points, rebounds, threes, uh, combos, team props. And then they also have the, uh, like like if you get the blowout scenario. Yeah. You have the, the, the three-way, the five-way, the, the 12-way, you could bet. 
you know, winning the margin bench, yep. and, and uh, like, will someone win by 25 or more? And I mentioned that big ticket that cashed on UConn with the blowout. Sure. Um, so I don't have anything on the props as of yet. Okay, let me run this by you. How familiar you are, are you uh, with this guy who's covered Boston sports for a long time? Uh, Dan Shaughnessy? Well, I mean, very familiar. Very familiar? Yeah. yeah. I guess he's kind of like uh, more negative, though, towards Is that the Boston whole... sports. Okay. His whole shtick has been well, I don't know, miserable lifestyle. I'm not an expert everything. on that, but that was yeah, okay. kind of like a uh, wet blanket, gloomy Gus. Okay. But respected. He's been on the show, yeah? We've had Shaughnessy on. Yeah. Sean, he's been on twice. Uh-oh, what happened? Uh, he wrote on Monday, he was doing a column on sports betting. He's been on, yeah. He wrote on Monday, uh, Monday morning on Ness, and I stumbled into a hideous show called Follow the Money. Oh, no. Okay, so first of all, Dan, let me correct something here. It's impossible to stumble upon something where you've been a guest twice. So, didn't like the show. He said uh, he listened to two guys agonizing over the final seconds of every NCAA game from the weekend. While discussing strange happenings at the end of tourney games, already won or lost, the gambling experts chastised network announcers for not calling attention to how final minute random plays affected point spreads and betting lines. He sounds like a hoot to be around, huh? Can you imagine this guy? And I had to Google him to see his age. My guess was 68. He's older. Uh He's 69 years old. Could you imagine Dan Shaughnessy flying out to Las Vegas and watching games with that dude at a ballroom with 2,000 people for the tournament? You want to talk about the ultimate fun poison? I could be around for someone like him reading this blurb, wherever it is. I I didn't. That's the story that, that somebody sent me a screen grab of it. I would be able to put up with him for like eight seconds and just say, get your miserable ass out. Yeah. Dan, did you turn us off and find a marathon of Little House on the Prairie? Is that what you were looking for? Did you go outside and pan for gold in the backyard when, when you were trying to blow off some steam after listen, listening to us talk about point spreads that came down to the final seconds? Huh. Like, how unrelatable could you possibly be as a human being? Wow. My comment was... How do these announcers, they have to do their homework or the producer needs to tell them in the year. Of course. Because, the, because you have reviews late in the game and the announcers are just saying, well, this is meaningless. It doesn't matter. The outcome's decided. Uh, meaningless. It's not a meaningless basket. It's, not, it's very important. Why do you it's think the reason is, people are watching. Yes, it's the reason why this event has gotten so... Actually, I'm, we're having fun right now. And I will say that for a guy like Shaughnessy who's been so negative in his life and again, just sounds like the worst person to ever be around... The fact that a 69-year-old curmudgeon who's been a sports writer his whole life says this tells me we're doing something good. It confirms to me that this show is doing something the right way, and it's what people want, and, and they like, and they find it entertaining. So actually, I thank you, Dan, for writing that about us. That, that uh, makes us feel even better about the show and where it's at. Do You Concur is up next. What happens in March will also happen later in the year. What is it? We'll discuss coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, 
Elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Fun menu, great house specials. How many teams will win 100 games in Major League Baseball? Everything you want with the tournament as well. And you can win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares. If your numbers match the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. All right, kicking off this hour, talking more college basketball and the madness. Eli Hershkovich joins the program now. He's with the Lines U.S. and thelines.com. Eli, thanks for the time today. It's good to talk to you again. Uh, about an hour or so ago, I was, I was running down making the case for a dog tonight. And the dog here is the uh, San Diego State Aztecs against Alabama. Uh, I want to see if this number is going to go to eight before pregame. But you like the dog here as well. But what is your approach here to this game tonight? Yeah, I may try to take a look at San Diego State live. I, I get the sentiment towards the Aztecs. And also, I understand why people may not. Because the Mountain West has traditionally sucked in the NCAA tournament. But you think about the Brandon Miller groin injury and how it's affected him over his first couple games. Scoreless in the first round, granted, mm-hmm. on a little bit of a minutes restriction there, didn't shoot it well against Maryland in the round of 32. And now you think about Alabama going up against one of the most physical defenses in college basketball. Brian Dutcher kind of running a pack line scheme, not necessarily, but keeping teams out of the paint. Now Alabama wants to shoot a lot of threes, but they also have turnover-prone guards, Mark Sears and Javon Quinterly. He's been there for three years after transferring over from Villanova after one season. So if the Aztecs ball pressure is able to generate turnovers against a miscue prone Alabama team, I think San Diego state covers this number, but just because of how stagnant San Diego state's offense can be for much of the season, I I think you might be able to get a better live number here on the Aztecs at around double digits. Okay. Cause that is going to happen, right? Like you said, there is going to be a drought and you don't know when it's coming. It could be out of the gates right away. Like you're talking about here, like the Aztecs will, it's going to look ugly for, I don't know, Eli, what, three, four, five minutes at some point in this game. <laughs> right. And the other interesting part about this, too, I'm curious how Brian Dutcher approaches this schematically because San Diego State doesn't want to speed up the tempo just because you want to play kind of as the antithesis of Alabama with Alabama running a tempo offense under Nate Oates, pace and space to an extent with, extent, with the exception of Betty Yako, but they do play drop coverage with Betty Yako. Now, San Diego State pretty Jekyll and Hyde from behind the arc. Lamont Butler and Darian Trammell, the Seattle transfer, especially fit into that uh, case study. But I-, I do think if San Diego State is able to space out Alabama's defense, which Maryland could not, Kevin Willard mm-hmm. and the Terps only attempting eight threes last Saturday, then a little bit better of a chance to cover this number and especially have a chance to win this game outright. Interested in your thoughts on Texas and Xavier, and Xavier lucky to be here after down 13 with 10 minutes left against Kennesaw State. Uh, Your thoughts on this game, and also how are you attacking this as far as your future on Texas, which I'm sure you gave up on, you bet in the summer, when the (laughs) Beard fiasco happened. Right, and Chris Beard is one of the best tournament coaches. That's not to say the guy isn't a a terrible human being as well, but... He he is one of the best tournament coaches when you look back over the last decade, especially when it comes to covering second halves. And it's because he's been so proficient in terms of making second half adjustments. Now, Xavier, I think, has a coaching matchup edge in this one with Sean Miller, a proven tournament coach, obviously, over the last couple of decades going up against Rodney Terry. Now, I had Jay Billis on my podcast earlier in the week, and he pretty much disagreed with this take. Just with Terry being a, an assistant under Rick Barnes at Texas from 2002 to 2011, which I understand, and mm-hmm. obviously a mid-major coach too, but this is his first go-around as a high-major coach, and we haven't really seen him 
adjust. And you mentioned how Xavier is lucky to be here. I think you can make the case that Texas is too. They gave up a lot of open threes to Penn State. Nittany Lions shot 8-28 from deep. I thought Micah Strewsbury's game plan was excellent in that round of 32 matchup. So if Xavier could space the floor, I know they don't take a ton of threes around bottom 60, bottom 70 across college basketball in three-point attempt rate, but they have a very proficient shooting team from behind the arc. Soli Boom, the UTEP transfer, Colby Jones, Jack Nungy. Uh, Xavier can go five out. So if Miller can get this game to more of an up-tempo pace to his liking, and I think he might try to adjust schematically, similar to how I think Dutcher might approach Alabama, San Diego State, and, and take more threes against a no-middle defense in Texas that the Longhorns run, uh, this is another game that I think could be pretty tightened down to the wire. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Eli Hershkovich uh, is our guest. The Lines.com uh, is the website, and also the Lines US is where you can find uh, what Eli does. Great job with college basketball throughout the entire year. Your early thoughts on the UConn Gonzaga matchup, which is going to be out here tomorrow in the Elite Eight in Las Vegas. I couldn't, I was after the game, I'm like, come on, post a number, please. I want to see what it's going to be. I, I'm going to be on the public side here. I know this, Eli, but I bet UConn minus one last night. Where do you fall with this matchup? Yeah, and you can make the case that a lot of public bettors and sharp bettors cashed in with UConn yesterday against Arkansas. Now, I not necessarily hedged. I, I have a big UConn ticket going back to the uh, pre-PK85 or in the midst of that November tournament around Thanksgiving. I, I also bet UConn last season. So I've been high on the Huskies for the last couple seasons. But going back to my original point, I, I bet Arkansas to win the West region at 20-1 to 1 going into the tournament. And that's because I thought... The Hogs' pressure defense was going to give UConn problems. Now, I was surprised to see Eric Musselman didn't press until the second half yeah. yesterday, and it really made a difference against a turnover-prone Huskies team. Now, Gonzaga doesn't have a good defense. You know, top or outside of the top sixty, top seventy in adjusted defensive efficiency, and that's without you know Chet Holmgren, one of the best rim protectors in college basketball last season. But Gonzaga did implement a 1-2-2 full court, three-quarter court press against St. Mary's in those latter two matchups where they blew out the Gales or won that both of those games pretty comfortably. If Mark Few goes back to a similar approach, I think it could give UConn problems. But at the same time, overall in this game, I do think UConn wins it outright. Gonzaga dominated the offensive glass yesterday against UCLA. Drew Timmy, 35 points around that mark one of the best low post scores in the country I don't think he's going to have nearly amount uh nearly the same kind of success against Adama Sanogo and Donovan Klingen up front then you also get Andre Jackson up against Julian Strother and Jackson one of the best defenders in the country and then offensively for UConn they should be able to space the floor against a uh, Gonzaga defense that again Struggles overall with its rim protection, mm -hmm. but also struggles to guard the three. And Jordan Hawkins, we've seen in the dance, can really light it up. I saw your tweet. Uh, few call the Strother shot. I can't believe he took it that far out. They call it the Jay Wright play? Yeah, the dribble handoff that Villanova won on the Chris Jenkins buzzer beater yeah. against. It was a heck of a shot against North Carolina in 2016. And then Strother pulls up from the March Madness logo and Gonzaga was dominating the offensive glass, so I guess Mark Few was thinking you get a long rebound, potentially get a second chance shot if Strother misses it. But at the same time, I don't know if it was the most efficient shot, but it was sure as hell fun for us watching that game. Yeah. Any early thoughts on the K-State game against Florida Atlantic? Uh, K-State a small favorite here. I know we need to wait and find out the, the status of uh, Noel's ankle. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this, like Florida Atlantic – they have not shot well at all. They're, they haven't hit 30% of their threes in a single game yet. First team in a decade to do that and get to the Elite Eight. So would you maybe look at the Owls here to go to the Final Four? Or, uh, I mean, if Noel goes, you just trust him and how he runs it off in so much. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult matchup to bet because you have one of the best uh, duos left in the tournament with Noel, assuming that ankle is okay, like you mentioned, and Keontae Johnson. You talked, uh, Paulie, you mentioned the Strother shot. I, how about the play by Noel and yes. Jerome Tang <laughs> to act like they were uh, in a little bit of a disagreement and then 
Uh, Noel throws the alley-oop to Keontae Johnson to put Kansas State up in the latter part of that game. But I, I do think FAU, I know you mentioned they haven't shot well, but you have prolific three-point shooters on that team as well, and Elijah Martin is one of them. Tennessee's three-point defense was bound to go down uh, 26.1%. They had allowed throughout the entire season. FAU exposed it in the second half. And K-State runs a no-middle defense just like Texas, just like a lot of teams in the Big 12 have copied Mark Adams and Chris Beard system going back to their Texas Tech days when the Red Raiders made that fi- uh, Final Four and also the national title game back in 2019. So I, I do think FAU... Uh, while I, I, I'm not necessarily going to bet it just because I'm concerned going up against uh, an elite uh, playmaker in Marquise Noel and similarly to Keontae Johnson, but I, I do expect FAU to hit shots against this no-middle defense, even though they haven't done so throughout the tournament. You can follow him on Twitter, at Eli Hershkovich, and also read all of his work at thelines.com, and the podcast is also called The Lines. Eli, great spot today. Thanks for coming on early. We appreciate that, and best of luck this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Always fun being out with you guys. Have a good rest of the show. Yep. Good luck. You Thanks. too. Interesting about the, the Xavier breakdown with what Penn, the looks Penn State got. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That, uh, that absolutely uh, did happen, and that, they're one of the best three-point shooting right. teams in the country. They can hit them right. He's right about the percentage. Uh, but that's that, that's another tough game. I mean, what team am I going to get, right? Because You can't be that impressed with what you've seen. No. Sometimes... I'm guilty of this too. I I don't give the other team credit, but I will just also say you beat Pitt. Who beat? I mean Iowa State and Miss State. Okay, I know. So who really? Okay, congratulations. But it's a little bit like San Diego State. You beat Charleston and Furman so far. Yeah. I'm I'm leaning Florida Atlantic, but I'll tell you the the country we need Noel healthy and in the Final Four. He's great. The way that he just his passes what a game. the, the what vision. A yeah. The way that he just operates as a point guard is a thing of beauty. Yeah. Uh. We'll recap all of last night's betting action, some of the alt numbers that got there again. You man, huge paydays and win lose coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.